0: Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow.
1: So today, we take a trip to Marlboro Country, where men are men, lots of cowboys ride around. You relax at the end of the day by having a nice smoke of... Wait, this doesn't seem right for the show. We don't smoke anything other than beers here. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's a wine? And it's from Australia. Sure. Cool. Let's go with that. So uh, find yourself a nice bottle from down under and join us as we have a drink.
0: Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
1: I'm Justin Fraser,
2: And I'm Christopher Walker. How's it going, guys?
0: <laughs> oh, it's been a... Yeah.
2: <laughs> i dealing with the sinus infection. Oh, I'm sorry. Which has brought a lot of things into question. So it's like, oh, well, how did I get a sinus infection if everyone's following proper protocol for everything
1: yeah because Funny. your your allergies are filled with mucus and they stay there for a while and then you end up yeah
2: that's that's what i came to because i was like oh it was about this time that's... last year that it happened to yeah, yeah.
1: what why do i get one to two sinus infections a year improper mm-hmm. use of allergy medication <laughs> yeah.
2: by impro- improper
1: i mean not using it at all
2: <laughs> but before the pressure like the sinus pressure set in to you know signify it's exactly what was going on just when i had a dry ass throat and I was having problems sleeping and my nose started running and I was getting a little tickle and coughing every now and then. I was like, Oh God, no. And like I was literally about to call and set up an appointment to go get tested. And then it felt like I got punched in the face. And I get the pressure behind my eyes and in my nose was so terrible. And I was like, Nope, <laughs> definitely not a symptom of, uh, of the current plague. It is, uh, just seasonal Sinus infection.
1: Worst sinus infection I had kicked in while I was driving all night from Boston. (gasps) Literally driving down the road and could feel my whole face just suddenly go from normal to just my whole sinus cavity just went snot.
2: And your head's the size of a balloon trying to float out of the roof of the car.
1: (laughs) And I'm just driving. I go, oh, cool. (laughs) Let's see how long this goes. And then I, you know, Got home at six in the morning, did a shot of Nyquil, and slept for twelve hours.
2: That'd be nice.
0: I wish Nyquil had that any effect on me whatsoever.
1: i have just uh, uh, that had less to do with the Nyquil and more with the fact that I drove. Yeah, you know, I had drove all night.
2: Yeah. Well, I, if I could sleep through the night, that'd be great. But my blood pressure medication combined with the fact that I always tell Brittany when this happens is like, I want you to get me some Sudafed. I don't want that stuff sitting out on the shelf. I want the stuff people make meth with <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, behind the counter.
2: Uh, she usually gets, she will get something from behind the counter. It's always store brand, but this time I don't know what she got, like super concentrate, concentrated stuff. And it's like, she got you two, meth pretty much in tablet form. Cause there's only like two sleeves and only five uh, pills per tablet. <laughs> and I just, and it's just like, do not exceed more than one in a 24 hour period. Chris, which she actually got you is
1: black tar heroin. You're supposed to cook the uh, cook the tablet inside of a, a, a weird mesh of like foil. And then yeah.
2: well, that would explain a few things because I finally read the rest of the label for what I've been taking today. And it says, Oh, tablet may not fully dissolve. Do not be alarmed if you find it in your stool. And then I'm like, well, that answers some questions and calms some nerves. Okay. <laughs> Well, he's like when did up. i eat buttons
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no you combine that medicine with my blood pressure medicine and i've not really been sleeping a lot because i've just been peeing all night <laughs> <laughs> And then
0: snoring super loud <laughs> i was
1: waiting for chris to go i don't even know what you're talking about i don't snore
2: no no i, I used to snore awful and i guess it went away or
0: maybe I started snoring worse. I don't sn- know. You
2: snore too. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I was going to yeah. say like, she grew accustomed to your snore. She rolls and snores she snores, went full, went she snores at lady. me,
2: <laughs> like she faces me when we sleep and like snores at me. I at least face the ceiling or the wall.
0: Uh, from the ceiling. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> God. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: But otherwise it's been fun times. Uh, Dealing with a toddler who's just
2: who's also sick.
0: Yeah, he's he's also got sinus stu- He's got allergies. His nose
2: bad. is just like the, the, the snotting is going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, I mean, yeah, it's it's just been fun times, you know, just getting through the week and uh, <sighs> oh, happy it's uh, yeah. the weekend.
1: How about Everybody's you? He's working for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bizarrely have some time off they managed to beg borrow and steal some some people so i'm uh (laughs) uh i i'm taking a little bit of a break it's the first vacation i've had first use of my vacation time since new year's
0: that's bananas uh
1: so uh, i'm off for a few days so that'll be nice i i uh, spent one of them basically just like oh my roommate got Ghost of Tsushima. You're playing video games today. Yeah, <laughs> the whole time I going, I feel like these Mongols should already be gone by now. <laughs> where was the divine wind?
2: I miss days like that. Not of the divine wind, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know. No, you you miss watching Mongols just get get their ships crushed into terrible storms. <sighs> I miss having, yeah.
2: The last time I was able to do that,
1: I was the Spanish Armada. You you were pretty (laughs) excited then, but it it just wasn't quite the same.
2: (laughs) Exactly. No, like it was. It was before Emmett, even because work was has gotten crazy. But it was uh, when Fallout Four came out, like launch day. I -hmm. took two days off work. And I just, all I did for two days was sit in, at the time, we had an entire room that was just mm. the, the the computer room. <laughs> yeah. And I just sat in there and played Fallout for two days straight. And it was great. Yeah, I miss that. That was like, what, five years ago?
1: <laughs> it's, it, it is, it has been de-stressing, I'll
0: say that. Oh, I bet. I miss WoW.
1: I sometimes miss WoW, well, but then I also remember that no one else I know is playing WoW, well, so it it
2: helps. It helps me not. It helps me not
1: relapse.
0: Yeah, I get off that addiction train.
2: Meanwhile, I've got to sit here with uh, Hearthstone, Harriet.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> daring me to get back on the H every day. Oh, you should play again. I'm just like,
0: <sighs>
2: <laughs> Look, like first- oh, that's all I need is a quick app game right now. Like that would just that would hit hit all the high points that I need in a quick fashion. It'd be quick and dirty. I could do it in a bathroom and we'd be done. And i could ride that high the rest of the day.
1: Hearthstone used to be... Well, I mean, it was my Magic the Gathering, Methadone.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: and uh, Let's face it, it is cheaper than Magic the Gathering.
0: I I've gone to a completely free-to-play method. I I will not pay for cards or anything anymore. Like it's strictly like I, I use the gold that I earn in game to to buy cards, and that's it.
1: I mean, I could do that, but then I want to be good. You know <laughs>
0: hey, I'm getting through.
1: <laughs> and I gotta I gotta work that ladder when I play. And I, I no, you know what? We gotta move on. Let's get to the show because I cannot talk about that game without having like a small itch. Just that. Mm. <laughs> I'm a collectible card addict and I want to make that deck. I want to make that mid range deck that just wipes the floor with people.
0: Mm. And the new expansion just came out. Um, You shut your. (laughs) Uh, But no. So one last thing. We are also willing it to be fall. It's that time of year. So we did decorate for fall today and made (laughs) like cookies. You're not succeeding.
1: It's like 80 degrees.
0: no. No. (laughs) We're we're not succeeding in the outside, but we're gonna have we we the apartment has turned into now like this nice fall haven. <laughs> it's like, oh, you come in from the disgusting weather, and you're like, Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Look, it's been a bit of a year. We're we're this close to just saying F it, let's put the uh let's put the old tree up and call it a year. Seriously. Let's just get this thing over with. But uh yeah, I think we're just gonna go ahead and be bypassing uh untapped badges for a while because there aren't really any.
0: Like, they yeah. spring
2: them on you last second. There was an IPA day badge that by the time this comes out you can't get. Yeah, it, it, was, it was like, oh, two days and that's it. It's not as imagine, easy to find them, now.
1: I imagine they've, like, their interns are you know, quarantined and they're
2: getting sporadic updates. Like, you should type
1: this in.
0: Uh... <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Remember, as we reported on before, it's mostly free labor. Mm. It's people working... <laughs> There's it's a like,
1: different word for that.
2: It's not nice. <laughs> not legal. I'm yeah. just saying that Let's you just, go there a lot of unpaid people who do a lot of their work. But anyway, uh, speaking of unpaid people who do a lot of the work, uh, we also have a news show. <laughs> and on <laughs> on this week's on this week's episode, uh, yeah. we had we had a few fun topics.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we had. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> buffalo wild trace the new
0: i when you type that in after the fact i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> yeah buffalo wild wings is making a making a bourbon yeah. it's too busy asking if they <laughs> if they could they yada 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 you know
2: well you, you could also uh go for the hundred dollar six pack of fat tire
0: that's making a point
2: Yes, that, that point sure. is,
1: we're not buying fat tire that day,
0: <laughs> right?
2: Nobody needs to uh, get diacetyl for a hundred dollars, and uh, well, you know, you could also get the eighty-year-old uh, bottle of Scotch that was found in a shipwreck. A <sighs> little pricey, a little pricey, probably, yeah.
1: probably out of our price range.
2: But you need to, uh, you definitely need to go to Oscar Blues' website and make sure you get that uh, mustard beer chaser. For the 80 year olds Scott. I
1: feel like to drink that mustard beer, you need to be in a full mustard gas
2: mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we've narrowed it down. You, you gotta,
1: gotta filter it through that, you know, <laughs> that bulb at the bottom, just like okay. Hold
2: you gotta on. go with the you gotta go get the Christian Moreline, uh Glier's Geta Lager, then you gotta get the urban artifact, pickle Gosa, and then go get the French's mustard wheat ale from it's Oscar gonna, Blues.
1: It's going to be like a weird wreck ratio, right? Like you got to do like you know, one geta to, to like you know, a one quarter part uh, <laughs> a pickle to like one sixteenth mustard. Yeah, something yeah. like
2: that. Or just no mustard. I mean, <laughs> pour it down the toilet. All right, we need to get to the topic.
0: We're not, We're not that drunk, We're not that drunk! We're not that drunk! We're not that drunk! I
1: mean, maybe we will be. It's a wine episode. It's, yet yeah, I've paid, I've paid more for weaker, weaker alcohol before.
2: Look, it's, no, like, wine's always like, oh, this is, oh, I don't care for that. And then you're like, the, see, the... ABVs on it, and you're like, oh, oh yeah. my. But
1: well, it's also like, oh, it's, it's like, oh, it's wine. Like this is like ten dollars a, ten dollars a bottle. Man, that's a lot cheaper than I was expecting to, <laughs> to ke- ke- you know, come out of the liquor store with. Oh, oh, it's it's wine. That's why.
2: It gets even more dangerous when it's in cans. <laughs> more on that, to uh, you know, shotgun your wine. Look. I've been considering it.
1: That said, I don't Fair. think you can. I don't think there's enough bubbles. You'd have to shotgun your champagne.
2: No, no, there in they, this there is. They do make oh. a
0: sparkling rose.
1: Although <laughs> I'm just waiting for, for that's that's how you need to celebrate, right? Like at, at, at a wedding, at a at a redneck
2: <laughs> wedding. Cans of wine. Cans sh- a... <laughs>
1: of just shotgunning in at the
0: God.
2: To
1: the to the groom, to the
0: groom, to the, groom, <laughs>
1: to the bride,
0: bride,
1: bride. OK, it's uh, enough Hamilton. Anyway, the <laughs> no, we're talking about the Marlborough wine region, uh, which is by far New Zealand's largest uh, account- uh, accounting for three quarters of the wa- country's wine production. Sorry, I said Australia in the intro. I got them confused. <laughs> I mean, accounting for three quarters of the country's wine uh production 70 percent of the vineyards in the area and 85 percent of its wine wine exports so it's kind of a big deal
2: there yeah because uh so new zealand has how many wine regions what, it was like five or something but it's just like no the marlborough regions the that's like that's all anybody <laughs> wants
1: it's it's where flavor country is
2: apparently <laughs>
1: Uh, Marlborough wine uh, region is located in the eastern coast of New Zealand's South Island uh, and is the leading wine producer in the country but it's only been making wines during the last half century and it wasn't until the mid-1970s that Sauvignon Blanc grape, for which the region has received worldwide acclaim, was even planted Hmm. Uh, You know, I don't remember seeing any Sauvignon Blanc in Lord of the Rings and I thought that was a pretty (laughs) exhaustive study of New Zealand
0: Right, right
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, unlike other fantasy series, uh, Tolkien wasn't really oh, focused Tolkien, on on wine that they were drinking there. I guess it's also to say something about the world that they had created. So Did Middle Earth, what, beer? Yeah, it's all ale and things like that. It's not it's a truly a better world. <laughs> it wasn't a like there were luxuries, but they weren't extravagant luxuries.
1: Although I don't know, I I bet you I bet you some of those those elves
2: were drinking wines. They were smoothy mm. enough. Hobbits, yeah. however,
1: those hobbits and the, the men and Brill, they, those are the kind of people you could have a beer with.
2: Yeah. Well, so it is in uh, in the Hobbit. Uh, the dwarves do dig up a cask of wine while they're at Bilbo's. Well, you know, and offer it to Gandalf.
1: I considering Tolkien's idea of who the dwarves were and the parallels he was making with them. I'm not touching that topic. So let's uh, move away from Manischewitz and let's, uh, let's get back to the, back to the topic. Anyway, the Marlborough region is the uh, wine region the largest producer in New Zealand is the, om- uh, but only a generation or two ago, the region was barely producing any wine at all. Uh, though evidence of grapevines in the area date back to the 1870s, it wasn't for almost another century that uh, viticulturalists, began uh, planting grapes and cultivating them for wine production. Uh, early settlers in the Marlborough region planted vines as early as the 1870s. A small block of uh, brown muscat. Yes. I just wanted to make sure I didn't say muskrat. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, was planted in 1873 by David Hurd. But in nineteen thirty-one, his son pulled up the last of the vines and no others were recorded in the region for the next forty years. <laughs> he just like pulls them up and like, screw this. No need yeah. grapes. <laughs> Bring in the barley and the malt.
2: Uh, we'll get in later as to why they're like kind of what might hint at the reasons for this.
1: Uh well, commercial uh Commercial winemaking began in earnest only in uh, 1973. The first large-scale vineyard were plant, uh, planted by Montana Wines. Uh, I don't know why I wanted to say that like, uh, like a don't big new Montana?
2: Montana.
1: No, I was going to try to say like a big bopper song, like, like no. a Chantilly Lace, <laughs> Montana
2: Wines. I like the way you're going with it.
1: Sure. Uh, at the time, New Zealand's largest producer, which is now... Uh, uh, Bramcott Estate, is owned, owned by. by... <laughs> let's let's have a guess.
2: Bernard Ricard.
1: Is it Ricard or Rashad?
2: Rashad. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, I
2: was also just like waiting to hear Picard. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, G- uh, that name you might uh, know comes up in a few of our wine episodes. <laughs> it does,
1: and a few of our other episodes, and a whole episode by itself. Well, although wine has been made in New Zealand since the 19th century, the modern wine industry uh, wasn't born until the 1970s. The first Sauvignon Blanc was made by Montana uh, in uh, 1973. The winery looked to expand beyond its Hawks Bay vineyards in Northern Northern Island by planting 2,900 acres of vines in the then unheralded Marlboro region on the northern tip of the South Island, northeast tip of the South Island. Uh, Montana recognized the potential of Marlboro's climate, long, warm days, and cool, cool nights.
2: Uh, you and, have to take a drag there.
1: Cool, cool nights. <laughs> uh, acidity uh, enhancing maritime influence and minimal rainfall at harvest and, rain- and free-draining soil. I'm not quite sure what free draining soil is. Is that like, you know, free-range chickens?
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to that also in a little bit. Like these things come back up. A lot of things get a lot of seeds are getting planted now and will be brought oh, to fruition later. Are they?
1: Are they, and then are we going to stomp on them and take the juices and put them in barrels and Possibly. age them for much like long, long enough to turn them into something good.
2: The whole next segment kind of falls into that, but it's something we've mentioned before.
1: All right. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Sorry, my my first thought was Hamilton, but I was trying to think of what the next words were. Uh, it's about James Madison, but <laughs> uh, by the way, Hamilton has not left my head for a solid like when did it come come on disney plus like july 3rd? so like a solid month
0: uh, march 202nd <laughs> i don't know anyway uh
1: meanwhile 1975 daniel lebrun uh champagne maker immigrated to new zealand to begin producing method Traditionnelle in marlborough
2: kind of a big deal uh so i think it's appropriate we remind everyone, including ourselves, because I had kind of forgotten, a little bit about Method traditionnelle.
1: Well, Method traditionnelle is the process used in the Champagne region of France to produce Champagne.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: it is the method used in various French regions to produce sparkling wines, which are not called Champagne, uh, in Spain to produce Cava, in Portugal to produce Espobante, and Italy to produce
0: corta
1: Francia corta thank you I just stopped looked at it and I went nope. yep nope brain <laughs> shut down
2: yeah sorry Bob uh, this is just kind of how it fell you're fine uh,
1: the method known as method champpo but uh, is now known anyway uh, but the champagne region uh, has produced has successfully lobbied the European Union to restrict the use of that term to within the EU only to produce wines in champagne Thus, wine from elsewhere cannot use the term method de in products sold in the EU and instead uh, instead the term traditional method or method tradition uh, or the local language equivalent, obviously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it goes on to give you how to say it Every in, one of <laughs> in all these other languages. Okay, okay I, I, I not...
1: do love the difference in the Romance languages yeah. and, and German <laughs> <laughs> because it's like yeah. <laughs> method <laughs> traditional and uh, from spain and portugal metodo classical or uh metodo tradicional in italy and in germany <laughs> there are definitely
0: yeah. some uh unlauts in there and yeah
1: it's like i'm just i'm just saying that if uh if someone said flau to that
0: the
2: horse to
1: that to that wine they're just nays <laughs> <laughs> Uh, South Af- uh, African wine from the Western Cape are also la- labeled with the term method Cap Classic.
2: Look, are you, are you getting the picture that it's yeah, like it's a, a big deal? It's a thing. Yeah,
1: it's a thing. Some <laughs> wine producers in countries outside the EU may disregard the EU label uh, labeling laws and use meta, uh, method de Champonnise or even champagne on labels for products not exported to the EU, but its usage is decreasing because pedantic jerks like me... <laughs> Are just not having it anymore. Oh, it's, uh, would you like some Cobel champagne? No. No, I do not want their sparkling wine. (laughs) I said champagne. It needs to be French.
2: So that's, that's just a, again, plant the seed. And also,
1: get me a beer instead.
2: (laughs) That's just a plant the seed. That's going to come back to some things going on. In New Zealand. So wineries in the Marlborough region were producing outstanding Sauvignon Blanc by the early 1980s. And in 1985, the Sauvignon Blanc from Cloud Bay vineyards finally garnered international attention and critical acclaim for New Zealand wine. Kiwis.
1: Kiwis finally making good.
2: At the time, Sauvignon Blanc was still overshadowed by varieties like Muller Thurgau. Hey, it's not just me. Yeah.
0: I don't uh, know. Oh no, it's the whole episode. It always is.
2: Oh yeah. Especially as soon as we start talking wine, we're just gonna be fumbling all over our tongues. Blanc. And shan blanc. Uh Marlborough's more commonly planted varieties. But then two major events in the mid-1980s altered the course of New Zealand's wine growing future.
1: Okay, hold on. Well, it's New Zealand, so it cannot be a phylaxera <laughs> outbreak, right? Because that well, was like that's like like ninety percent of wine history just ends right there and then starts over
2: so you say the first occurred thing. when due to a wine glut the new zealand government paid growers to rip up their vines many oh. use the cash to uproot their less desirable varieties and replace them with more profitable ones like 70 blanc
1: the okay, second well, event i
2: mean at least at least that's it but again there's no way there's
1: another there's another phylaxera outbreak that's that, that happened in like turn to the 20th century in Europe. Never gonna happen again.
2: We're fine. Second event was an outbreak of phylaxera. You're got it. <laughs> made it to New Zealand, just took it a little while. <laughs> thing, well, like they they didn't <laughs> swim? I guess. Well, this dealt a blow. No, no, what's Like, at the same time, people were ripping up vines for uh, unrelated, like, they're decreasing the amount of plants in the area, and the the phylaxis comes in. But I guess what they were ripping up was was probably going to be resistant to it. (laughs) That's, like, probably the... (laughs) So while this dealt a blow to the industry, it gave growers another opportunity to replace their old varieties with the likes of Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay. Uh, this time on phylloxera tolerant restock root or stock. rootstock, uh, Marlborough was established in twenty. They were restocking, <laughs> yeah, the rootstock. So here we're coming around well, with some stock. things. Marlborough was established in twenty eighteen as a New Zealand geographical indication under new legislation. In the same year, several Marlborough wineries formed Appalachian Marlborough wine. To further protect the integrity and quality standards of Marlboro wines through certification process.
1: I just, Qu- I just really would love to see the legislation that says, "Welcome
2: to Flavor Country." <laughs> so it's like 2018. Also, there is- I'm
1: pretty sure that's just like a, I guess that's a, a, a Mandela effect for us, because I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just Marlboro Country. They don't call it because there's Flavor yeah. Town, and then yeah, there's Marlborough Country.
2: The yeah, yeah, we but- we added the country. So, uh, to qualify, wines must be made entirely from sustainably grown grapes from Marlborough. That is apparently a huge part of it. Like, they are all about everything wine related, has to be sustainable there. Uh, that has to comply with cropping rates set annually and be bottled in New Zealand. Marlborough also hosts significant production of Method Traditionnel sparkling wine made from Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Wait, Sufficient wait
1: hold on. Uh, I told sparkling... you it was coming back. No, 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 no. There's a sparkling Pinot Noir. Apparently from New Zealand. I can, I'm just saying, can you
2: picture a bubbly red wine? Yeah, I'd drink it.
0: I would drink it like now.
2: I prefer red to white. Uh, sufficient to attract investment from large champagne producers, Mum, Doots, oh Moat, uh, and I, I don't know any of these. So... Damn. Yeah, uh, which now owns Cloud Bay and uh, Viv. I don't. I don't know any of We're these. Sorry, I've never. I've never even come across these names in research. Click what? Other. Yeah. In 2013, several Marlboro producers established Method Marlboro, <laughs> a they, collective like they, they made their own standard. The, yeah,
1: they put I, a cigarette on the grapevine. <laughs>
2: a collaborative organization to standardize and promote the brand, both domestically and internationally. So that was the reason I wanted to add the thing there is about the traditional method Traditional, they basically just made their own for the Marlborough region. Like they were just like, no, our wines are so distinct and how we're doing things is producing such a great product that, that like, they just like, no, we've got our own traditional now.
1: I'm I'm willing to bet that it's almost the exact same as Method Traditional, except that everything's locally sourced.
2: Am I just sniffing out that we need to do a Method Traditional episode to where we're tracking down all the different Probably. variations of it just to see what's the difference? Yeah.
0: We could do
2: that. It's a topic idea. <laughs> it's not a terrible idea.
0: All right, well... Uh,
2: Some other uh, things planted earlier that are coming back now.
0: Yes, Distinct contrast is the key when discussing the Marlborough wine region's agriculture in both the soil and the climate. With the mountains to the west and water to the east, the area gets a lot of sun. How much? The town of...
1: Mountains to the west to me.
0: <laughs> water Plenheim? to the
1: east, here I am, drunk in the middle with you.
0: Yep. Um... Uh, it has the most sunshine of any place in New Zealand, coupled with low average rainfalls. The warm, sunny summer days, with a pleasant seasonal average temperature of seventy-five degrees Fahrenheit, give way to for,
1: cool nights. For, 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 for sunny days, <laughs> Jason, the God,
0: wine away. So we watch a lot of Sesame Street. Uh, As this, well, you should. This day, night. Contrast,
1: your child needs to grow up on the streets.
2: He is on the hard, food truck-filled streets. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh,
0: This day-night contrast makes a perfect environment for the grapes. It enhances the grapes' acidity and flavors and gives them better color.
2: It does take them to flavor country.
0: Sounds like it, yeah. can of wine.
2: Uh, That's the nice, crisp sound of a can of wine (sighs) opening. God, I wish I could have had a can of wine. (laughs) Uh,
0: The soils of... The Wairau Plain and Awater Valley (laughs) are traditionally poor for growing. They aren't very fertile and are full of stones and sand. However, (laughs) one person's (laughs) trash is another person's, or in this case, grapes, treasure. This quickly draining shallow soil is ideal for grapes and their vines, which thrive in growing conditions that would cause many plother plants to wither.
1: So... It just made me think, uh and I know this is like us going back to like, oh, that's what they mean by by you know quick training, but uh just just like the the soil's not good for growing, so the vineyard fell down, burnt into the you know, oh, that well. vineyard burnt down, next vineyard <laughs> sunk into the swamp, third vineyard <laughs> fell over, caught fire, then sunk into the swamp, but the fourth vineyard, the fourth vineyard stayed. <laughs>
0: You know, we just need to have a viewing thing. Um, with dress to kill, like a viewing party. But well, that's
1: that's uh that's holy grail.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean it could have gone either way.
1: <laughs> it's still British and it's still very informative to all of our
0: <laughs> to everything. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, meanwhile in Kaikaura, uh, the area near the coast, the soils are much more chalky and full of sandy limestone from the sea. It's a bit cooler here, but the area gets a tad more sun than the Wairau Plain or Awatere Valley, allowing the grapes to ripen slowly and evenly. Now, uh, some styles for this region. In some regions, one wine is the clear leader. Other areas produce seemingly everything and anything, making it tough to pick a winner. New Zealand's Marlborough re- wine region falls somewhere in between. There are about five quality wines within the region, so you have a few to choose from. However, Savignon Blanc is the definite winner. It takes Sauvignon up sixty-five. <laughs> it takes up sixty-five percent of the region's production and is inarguably the cost the cause for Marlborough's leadership and fame in New Zealand's wine production. The Savignon Blanc of Marlborough, Marlboro, good lord is easily characterized by its distinctive qualities, which make it a bit unlike any other Sauvignon Blanc you might find from another country or region. It's known as having a piercing citric quality and electrifying edge. Uh, This white wine doesn't need to be aged. In fact, its intensity is best enjoyed right after production, as aging can dull what makes it unique. That's why many wineries in Marlborough use screw caps instead of corks. This increasingly popular technique is often used with the region Savignon Blanc. A cork could change its flavor and cause it to lose its forceful, bold flavors.
2: So yeah. that's okay. when we were going through things and it was like, oh, this is canned. Why is that? And then Justin was commenting that yeah. he got a bottle and it has a screw cap. And, you know, we're not used to that with wines. Yeah. And I, the, and I'm, research... I'm more
1: used to it than 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 others. But that's mostly due just due to having to deal with a lot of cheap
2: wine. But yeah. Research though it's like hey because you're not supposed to age it you're not supposed it's supposed to be fresh <laughs>
0: yeah um so the regions generally fruity wines also include Pinot Noir um which is about thirteen percent of the production Chardonnay about ten percent Riesling uh, about four percent and Pinot Gris Pinot Gris the Pinot Grigio that was Pinot Grigio is that a brand I don't know oh don't know. um. You Greece uh, know. approximately two percent of the production. Um, so, yeah, everything is definitely pales in comparison to the Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, the late bloomer winemaking region is quickly taking the wor- the wine world by storm. If you like an in your face wine, you'll certainly want to check out Marlborough's famed Sauvignon Blanc.
2: Which, hey, spoiler alert, that's what we're doing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Drink with me, friend.
1: Sorry, it was I not, went that was to the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, I figured out uh, uh, Pinot Grigio is uh Italian, usually dry with brilliantly, brilliant acidity and a bitter almond note. Pinot Gris is uh French and oh. fleshy, more uncutus and the faint honey notes. Okay, then went to Wine Folly to find out.
0: Constantly learning things. Oh, that's a good site.
1: It, it, thanks I mean, wine folly thanks wine folly the more you know the more you drink
2: <laughs> yeah. the more
1: you drink the less you know
2: <laughs> so uh i think it was Circle. pre-show was it pre-show back in the for the back in news? the old days. Back in the old days no back <laughs> for the news episode i was talking about so this is our first Fourier into canned wine so canned, you, canned wine but you can get this wine in also bottles which is what justin did
1: I did, uh, mostly because I couldn't find cans. Uh, cans would have probably been cheaper, but for uh, twice
2: the cost, I have more <laughs> wine to throw away. That's it that was like five fifty a can. It was like ten bucks for so. Yeah, that's
0: still not a bad.
2: Well, know, he got bad. more, so he got a better deal for more wine. Because I'm sure he got more than twelve ounces. That's true. So, he he came out better for like price for what you were getting but it's like is he gonna drink the whole bottle probably not oh, no. <laughs> no
0: you could make a, a nice salad dressing with it i don't know <laughs>
1: <But> anyway <laughs> got what a thing mentioning like key lime and i'm like man i wonder what happened if i like reduced this and then put it on like pie
0: that's what i'm saying <laughs> like you can use that in something i'm sure um yeah so uh, Ooh.
1: okay never mind i'm getting <laughs> cooking ideas so j- <laughs>
0: let's go ahead i i i I'll, it's fine. Exactly. No, this seems like this would be a good cooking wine. Anyway, uh, so the one that we're all talking about because I haven't actually said <laughs> what this is, uh, although there has been uh, imagery. So Cupcake is the brand, Cupcake Vineyards, and we
1: wish it was actual cupcakes.
0: I know. I kind of want. I was like, I but I. Why doesn't it taste like cupcake? Uh, <laughs> Cupcake Vineyards Sauvignon Blanc, uh, white wine, thirteen percent on the ABV, which is you know whatever uh obviously marlboro um so the description from their website from the cupcake website a vibrant crisp wine that comes from vineyards in the south island of new zealand where the cool growing season allows that the grapes to mature slowly and gain character and complexity flavors of meyer lemon white nectarine and key lime integrate with subtle hints of grapefruit gooseberry and citrus culminating into a long balanced finish Pair with oysters on the half shell, creamy lobster risotto, or a picnic in the park.
1: Or chip and dip.
2: <laughs> so we didn't get into that before uh, when Justin just cracked his open and finally ha- he had some right after having a beer. What did it taste like? Tasted like
1: a ranch dip. <laughs> and I think, I think I know what it is it's the acidity mm. and it has a similar thing of cuz like ranch dip has a different flavor than like ranch dressing yeah mm-hmm. cuz ranch dip has that like thicker whatever and it's it's it's, it's
0: got like a tang to it
1: yeah it's it's that tang is what I, it is what i'm thinking is so similar to it
0: i can see that so um,
1: it's, it's, it's 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 a sweet acid which is what i think of with ranch dip like on the aftertaste.
2: So I had one earlier because we were like, oh, I was like, oh, I got two cans. Was, I'm feeling sick. I was like, there's no way I'm drinking a whole can later tonight. It's like, so I'm going to try and do a, like get a decent picture of, you know, a glass and the pictures were terrible. So I've got new ideas. You anyway, know, we had to drink it because it was poured. So I, I drank it. she drank most of it. I had a few sips. I did not care for it. Having it now. I actually like it, like having it this cold. Like I just opened. You all heard me open it on here before. I opened it, drug it outside, it sat in the sun, kind of warmed up, and brought it back in, and finally had a few sips of it. I was like, no!" And now that I'm having it like cold and fresh out of the can, that is so <laughs> weird to say. It's the whole thing. Like buying wine in a can makes you feel. Like an alcoholic, you you like you when you're especially it, when you're checking out with two cans of wine, you feel like they're judging you. It's just like, well, like I a, swear a, I don't need a brown bag for these. I, Come on, yeah,
1: I don't even know if it's necessarily that the that you feel like an alcoholic, but you do feel judged because yeah, like a bottle of wine. Oh, that's
2: that's classy. That's man,
1: you're you're having something with dinner. A it, can that of are, wine,
2: really? <laughs> it's just like when you're getting. Small amounts of very specific things. It just feels <laughs> weird. Like we talked about this before. We're going through the checkout with two airplane bottles of Beefeater strawberry gin. You feel like you're getting judged.
0: Very specific.
2: Two cans of, of white wine. You feel judged. An entire shopping cart overflowing with beer and whiskey. It's what the store's here for. It's, it's Yeah, it, everyone's cheering you on. Like I mean, they're gonna pat but, you on the back as you go out the door.
1: They're gonna drape you in the American flag as you walk out that walk out that door.
2: National treasure. But no, so uh having this cold and fresh, I like it. It is like their description, I'm just like, no, that that actually kinda hits and, and white wine
0: it's like you're supposed to serve it quite chilled, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You so.
1: you you keep white wine chilled usually. Gotcha. Mine's warmed up a little bit as the show's gone on. It's still not warm, but it's it's right it's heating up uh so it's uh it's a little bit but you know it's a little different but it's i will say after i kind of washed the uh the beer off my tongue yeah uh uh it 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 got you know a little bit a little bit easier to drink but i there is still like a certain acidity that i'm I'm picking up on it so
0: oh yeah definitely um well because they when they mentioned specifically like the uh The meyer lemon which is different than just like a normal lemon taste and then the key lime and i'm like yeah i can i can see that um that combination which kind of also brings about that tartness but uh i'm just thinking like so i I, i'm i'm liking it but also i really would love to have this with like fish like just some some grilled fish or
2: or, well you're supposed to
1: have white wine with fish
2: True. I but love like, to have this like lobster with butter sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm like, just, just thinking though, like... like,
1: like cooking this with fish. Mm-hmm. Like hungry. fry up, fry up some fish, and then like, like you, you know, not if this is about fry, but you add this to like a, a a fish you're cooking like on a on a skillet or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I- I'm thinking, you know, just get smashed <laughs> on a bottle of this while you're while you're cooking some fish. <laughs>
1: Either way, you know, because. You yeah, because when, whenever you're adding stuff, you put your thumb over it to, like, kind of drizzle what you want, and then you just take your thumb off. And <laughs> that's how you make Take
2: your thumb, your thumb off you and tip it up, and yeah. you shotgun the
1: can. Or, you know, you, you decide you want a nice, like, char on it. You pour it into your mouth, and then you, like, take a lighter, <laughs> and then you, <laughs> Yes, I don't think this has enough to really do that, but...
0: Right. <laughs> Uh, that's, but yeah. That's when I, I go
1: over to my whiskey for some of my bottle of bond stuff. You go, sure f- that if I- go
2: full Gene Simmons with it.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, then I, Detroit
2: Rock City starts playing. Then <laughs> <laughs> people are asking why you're wearing a cape and like <laughs> giant studded boots while you're cooking. you like, you don't. <laughs> well, I just imagine everyone's like
1: Detroit Rock City starts playing and everyone knows like I don't even have a <laughs> There's not a speaker in here. <laughs>
0: but okay. So we all seem like we're in agreement that it's, it's not a bad wine, I guess it's
1: I've, eh, I don't love well, it, but you know, I, I'll say this. I like, uh, uh, what was the last one we had that we actually liked? Chianti. Uh, Chianti. I like Chianti better.
0: That's fair. And and that could be a red versus white preference too. I don't think it is (laughs) you're just like I I really don't
1: like red. red. Uh, I don't like a lot of red
2: wines
0: oh that's weird okay but you like the Chianti
2: yeah um I'm still weird that I'm coming in going canned wine I guess it's okay
1: I mean at least for this it's supposed to be fresh and that that, I feel like that's probably even better than mine because mine I thought it was like this is the 2018 Uh, yours is
2: probably fresher than mine is I wonder if
0: that's affecting your. I mean, probably not because it's wine, but like. Let's <laughs> it, check
2: the canned on date. <laughs>
0: I'd say, I wonder if it's affecting your. Um, November 26,
2: 2019. Okay. So it's pretty fresh. Really. About a year. Yeah.
1: I would say, like, this is that that's the year that they yeah. did their stuff yeah. on. So, yeah, I'd say they say were probably in the ballpark of each other, but mine's probably a little bit older. Just but it's barely. also been exposed to, like, light. Yeah, the the glass bottle thing. Yours is not.
0: That's true. That's a very good point. Um, Yeah, I think that. I mean, that may be affecting what you're getting out of it, basically. Um, But also, yeah, I think. Okay, we can at least all agree about the food thing. In that, this would be great with either. both drinking with something like fish or putting it in with the fish.
2: Either way. I feel like, so not, not trying to push buttons here. I feel like the canned version of this would be good for certain chain restaurants to have to pair, because I think the fact that it'd be in a can just kind of doesn't try to oversell the restaurant. I'd
1: have, I'd have loved to have had this when I was bartending in cans. And just go like, all right, we need a glass of wine. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! <laughs>
2: just mess with people. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: But no, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, the, God, it was, one of the Alltech, uh, beer fests that we were at. I don't
2: remember <laughs> either of those.
0: Fair. <laughs> there was there was a lot of drinking. Um, but one of them, I think it was the one where actually like we had like so many of our friends there too. Um. But there was a booth, some kind of local restaurant that had lobster rolls. Yes. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I know really? the restaurant. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So those were delicious. And I like if I had that with this perfection. I, I know the one that, that you're oh, talking you about
2: lobster roll we had like five years ago. Oh, that was delicious.
0: Well, because I, I, I don't really get lobster rolls often. So. I know
1: the one you're talking about. I've never had lobster rolls. Okay.
0: So it it was good. <laughs> All right,
2: well, um, speaking of lobster
1: rolls. Yeah, speaking of lobster rolls, you can subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com or follow us at uh, haveadrinkshow on social media and at twitch.tv. You can also tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. Tell us what you think about, uh, you know, New Zealand wine. In this case, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon You can use the feedback page on the website Or if I didn't say it, the address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. Pretty sure I did, but who knows? Safety.
2: All joking and fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly, even though it's in these nice portable cans. (laughs) Be stationary while you're enjoying it.
0: Yes. All right. Well, you can check us out another couple of weeks for the next live episode. And remember to check out not only patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow, but, you know, if you want some uh, shirts, stickers, phone cases, whatever, uh, haveadrinkstore.com. It's also another great way to support the show. And once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier.
2: And I'm
0: Christopher Walker. we will
2: see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.